Well, you only live once, maybe not. And this life right now might be all we've got. So let's contemplate the hereafter while we speculate with some laughter about this grim thing that happens to us all after that final curtain call. But before you take that final breath, let's laugh about, let's laugh about Welcome to Let's Laugh About Death, the dramedy podcast that celebrates life while contemplating the inevitable. I'm your host, Tim Rooney, and the other day, I had a seizure. Yeah, that's right. Actually, the reason why I'm bringing that up is I felt like being kind of personal, and uh, it wasn't fun, and uh, it was actually kind of scary. It sucks. Uh, I didn't know it was happening, and... uh, I wake up to my wife, you know, saying, are you okay? You know, and talking to me as like a, a child. Um, that's the thing. When I, when I come out of a seizure, I'm very, for those of you who've had one or those of you who know people who've had them, I'm very um, almost brain shut off. You know, I can't really function very well. Uh, she asked me what my cat Orion's name was, and I said, uh Stacy or something. I don't remember. But uh, she asked me what her name is. My wife's name is Angelique, and I came up with some G.I. Joe character name. I called her Irene Cobra. So wherever the hell that came from. But uh, anyway, the thing that sucks about seizures is that I lose 15 minutes, 20 minutes while I'm coming out of that. And uh, it, it, it really is kind of scary because, you know, I don't know what's happening. Uh, I've had seizures in the past. Most of the time, I'm sleeping when they happen, and I get woken up. First one was interesting because I got woken up by a room full of paramedics. And, uh, you know, and I remember I, I am actually pretty grateful to the woman who kind of talked some sense into me because, you know, she's asking me who the president was, and I said, you know, of course, George Bush because this was l- last year. Um, and... Uh, uh, then I also uh, was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Here I am arguing with a woman in my front yard in my underwear on a gurney going, I'm good. Don't worry. And she goes, okay, well, you know what? When you die, let's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be the one to tell your kid that. And I'm just like, okay, fair enough. Let's go. And so we rode off to the hospital and, you know, at, by this point I'm coming around, coming to, and I'm of course cracking jokes because that's one way that I deal with uncomfortable things is I like to make fun of it. I like to make, you know, funny. And, uh, you know, and I had the doctors and the nurses cracking up. Uh, I do that whenever I go anywhere that I'm feeling a little at edge. But uh, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have gone in and found out I actually have some kind of brain thing going on. Uh, it's called a... Uh, uh, what is it? It doesn't matter. But basically, it's two different hemispheres, hemispheres of my brain, like a little almost butterfly-looking thing. One side's a little bit bigger than the other. So in other words, one takes over and just kind of causes me to black out and have a seizure. And I do the whole grandma shaking and all that. Still can't get anybody to videotape it because I honestly want to see it. I mean, it's partially morbid, but also partially uh, morbid curiosity. And uh, But if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know you know, that I have a, a thing going on. And, uh, and what's interesting about that whole thing is, is losing that time, losing the whole concept of, of reality. You know, uh, I had one at work one time and didn't even know it was happening. I woke up and all of a sudden I'm getting wheeled out on a gurney, you know, and 
The guest I'm speaking with in this episode had the craziest, most intense experience of that. Um, he, uh, he died. He clinically died. It's a hell of a thing that he went through and um, lived to tell about it. So we get into that. We talk about everything that he experienced, everything that he witnessed. Because um, here's the fascinating thing is he remembers it. So my conversation with Ron Lumsden is, uh, is pretty wild. Here's my conversation with Ron. Hey, is this Ron? Yeah, how you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, just so you know, just to kind of throw you way off guard, I'm already recording. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> we don't have to put this in. I just figured we'd catch up, and if there's anything, you know, to put in there at this point, we'll use it. So, how you oh, been, yeah. man? Uh, not too bad. You know, it's hot down here in Virginia, but... Was it Virginia? For some reason, I was thinking you were in Pennsylvania. No, I'm down here in Virginia. That's cool. That's cool. I, uh, whereabouts in Virginia was it again? Uh, Newport News. Newport News. Okay. I lived in, yeah. and I don't really know the geography of the area that well, but I was in uh, Manassas for about four or five months or so. Okay. I think that's a little more in, yeah, inland because you you said you're working like in a, a shipping yard, aren't you? Yeah. Huntington Ingalls is the largest shipyard for the military. Oh, that's cool. And the that's oldest cool. shipyard. That's very cool. So. Yeah. It's it's a it's a different area, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'm sure. A lot, a lot sure. of in the area. That's uh. So. so let me ask you this: Have you did you live like on the East Coast at all before, or where? Tell tell me a little about because we've only met a couple times. So tell me, tell me background, like where'd you grow up, all that kind of stuff. Well, I grew up in Saginaw, Michigan, on nice. the East Side, right off of Holland. Actually, on a street called Spruce. You know that that was probably you know I was at. You know, it's kind of odd growing up in <laughs> weird things. What, weird what, things going to that place, you know? I'm I'm sure. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I'm I myself being from Saginaw, or at least uh, I, I can say I'm from Saginaw. I didn't move there until like I was about 13, but you know, I lived there until just last year. So I mean, I could say I'm from yep. Saginaw. And yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, old history um, town with a lot of. Uh, rambunctiousness back around the turn of the century and that. So yeah, I can only imagine, especially in that, you know, where you're at, that was old town. That was, that was where stuff went down. Oh yeah. Yep. So, tell- yeah, we, uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We're going to do well, the whole go know, ahead I, game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in a house that was kind of really weird, you know, at the time, you know, youngest of, you know, two other kids would have been three, but my first brother actually died at birth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of, you know, parents were kind of not leaning at all. You know, I got away with whatever I wanted to do. Dad worked nights, mom worked nights, you know. Gotcha. There was nobody around. Yeah, yeah. We so lived in a big old. What, um. Big What's that? Uh, what, what did your parents do? Uh, my dad worked at GM and my mom kind of bounced around from working at a bank to working at, uh, like, Don Donuts and oddball stuff, you know. Okay. Okay. But yeah, Don Donuts, that's definitely third shift type of stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, my, my mom, uh, she, 
after my dad died, she, uh, or right before he did, she went and got her degree as a nurse. So she, when we moved to Michigan, that was shortly after he died, we, uh, she did the third shift thing. So I was the youngest yeah. myself. So yeah, we definitely got some in common there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My brother, he was, a he was a he, he troublesome person. I got in trouble and always brought weird people over the house and, you know, he had some odd ball friends and <laughs> just kind of on the, they're on the dark side, I'd say. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. Into the, the the saint worship and stuff to a point that I remember, you know, it's kind oh, of wow. weird being around him. Okay, yeah, that's you know? definitely a whole. When you're talking dark side, I'm thinking, oh yeah, he got into you know uh, uh, Motley Crue and stuff. It's like no, he was. <laughs> well, no, he was there. There, there, there. Pentagram kids, you know, Ouija boards, and there. Oh wow, yeah. You know, it was getting in trouble, breaking into houses. Oh boy, you know. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely on the dark side. Has he turned that around at all? Or no, he actually got in trouble, went to prison, and everything, and wow. he's still kind of an oddball. End of the day, I've kind of gotten away from him almost completely. I think that's so. I haven't really, I haven't really talked to him in probably a good as a full conversation in over twenty some years. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. That's and that so. sucks because that's your that's your only living sibling. Oh yeah, I got a sister too, but. Oh, okay. No, I talked to her randomly. Well, she's still up in Michigan, so. Gotcha. Okay. When when you said you're the youngest of three, I was thinking the oldest sibling that died. So there were originally, or there would have been four of you. The oldest one died yeah. at birth, though. Okay. Yep. So that's. Uh, but you you say you rarely talk to your sister as well. Yep. How about your uh, your parents? I mean, are you still in contact with them? Nope, not anymore. Uh, Dad died. He's gone. Uh, Mom's up in a home up in Michigan. Okay. Okay. You know, she's so we get to see her not being down here. I think they've, you know, like I said, they're kind of, you know, didn't really care what I did. And gotcha. I got in trouble with that, so I just kind of once I got away from my parents. Once I, once I turned eighteen, my mom took off, and she ended up moving up with my brother and my sister in law. Gotcha. Left me to actually fend for myself. So wow, wow. So you kind of went off yeah. on my own. Yeah, that's I. I have respect for people who are able to, uh, you know, fend for themselves at 18 kind of thing. Cause it's, you know, it's not easy. I mean, the people will not be gentle just because you're a kid. Oh no, <clears throat> no, you got to work harder than you do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're not going to take it seriously or anything like that. Um, so yeah. what, uh, what kind of background do you got then? Like, what did you end up going into at, you know, from 18 on where did, where did it go from there? Well, from 18 on, I, you know, met my wife now. Okay. Nice. We were a uh, uh, teenage pregnancy. Okay. You know, had our first kid, 18, she was 17. Wow. You know, I started I started working at a time, was a Saginaw Control up there. Okay, yeah. As a painter, and that's what I've done ever since. I've been in industrial painting. Okay. You know, now I'm down here doing uh, quality work, you know, with the government and everything, so it's been a road. Yeah, no, that's, well, and and again, I mean, 18 years old, you got a kid, you're taking responsibility. A lot of kids, you know, at 18 years old, they're kids themselves, and they would have just taken off, you know, or barely been in the kid's life, that kind of thing, you know, and and yeah, so, I mean, how how many kids you got now, then? Four altogether. Wow, wow, that's that's very cool. Yep, four extremely great kids. Nice, that's good, so you, you, you taught them the right way, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So that's good. Yep, they got taught the right way. They, <laughs> up, they got in trouble. I wasn't going to let them go through what I went through as a kid, you know. I, totally. I, yeah. I did a lot of stupid shit, too, growing up, and I'll, I'll admit to doing 
some stuff I shouldn't have done and some stuff that I should have got caught doing and I didn't. I got away with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they haven't found the bodies right, you know. I mean, <laughs> that's true. The Sarna River is kind of nasty. It's nasty, you know. That that's you could hide a lot of shit in there. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but seriously though, that's uh, that's awesome. I like to hear, you know, because it's not it's not often when you've got someone who, especially you know, a they're kind of. I don't want to say ignored, but for the lack of a better word, ignored growing up, and B, you know, getting into oh, yeah. trouble and have a kid at, at, at 18 years old, and then for you to turn it around like that, that's awesome, so. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, so, you, gotta, you gotta work hard at that stuff, you just can't give up at it. No, that's, that's very inspiring, you know, that's the kind of stuff that, uh. I can honestly say I probably would have pussied out. <laughs> you know, I'd have been like, I don't know if I could handle this. So you got, you know, hats <laughs> off, man. So, but, uh, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, and I genuinely mean that. So, um, I was, you know, I was in my early 30s before I had a kid. So, you know, I already had yeah. a chance to screw up and fix it and everything. You know, you were kind of thrown in the deep end of the pool. Yep. So, I anyway. worked at screwing it up and getting out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but uh, so you said you're doing uh, the shipyard thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tell me a little yeah. bit about that. What are you doing there? Oh, that's a uh, it's 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 pretty wild down here. You know, working with the Huntington Ingalls. Uh, they build aircraft carriers and oh, wow. submarines for our Navy. Okay. And right now I'm actually working on which is a refurbish of the George Washington aircraft carrier. Oh, neat. Okay. Now, are you doing like the industrial painting on the inside and outside kind of thing, or are you doing something else? I'm, I'm part of the quality control and engineering department, which makes sure that everything sticks to the aircraft carrier from paint from inside, outside, non-skid, everything. Nice, nice. How'd you land that? Uh, I have a, uh, what's called the NACE certification. Okay. It's engineering. It's a actually a corrosion engineer. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's my whole background has been paint since I was 18. Yeah. Well, and you've so, got, you know, I mean, I'm, you're close. You're probably around my age. I know. Well, I know yep. you and you and my wife knew each other way back. Like it, you guys hung yep. out with the same crowd. Yep. So, and you know, she's oh, yeah, a couple back years. In high school. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yep. um, so you've got 20 some years, uh, uh, of experience. So yeah, I'm sure they're going to want oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's very cool. That's, uh. So, uh, yeah, I want to, uh, now that we got the, uh, the background on you, um, you told me something when we were at one of the, the haunted Saginaw events. That was the first time I actually met you. I knew of you because, uh, you know, through Facebook or whatever. And, uh, but you came to an event and you told me something interesting. Uh, I'll give a, I'll give a little bit of an idea. You know, you know what? I'm going to let you say it because it blew my doors off when you told me. So what, refresh you know for for you know people listening basically tell me what you told me well i uh i was dead <laughs> uh completely dead you know it was uh it was a saturday uh may 14th wow of course it's gotta be after friday the 13th <laughs> yeah really you know, you know this uh, i don't remember a whole lot except for what was told to me from that day, you know, I was actually supposed to go into work. Uh, work the typical Saturday thing, you know, going for six hours and do oddball stuff, which I'm kind of glad I didn't. Yeah. I'd probably still be dead. <laughs> still be dead. Usually work, you know, you usually work by yourself and there's not a whole lot of people around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what happened was uh, my wife and her friend 
were having a yard sale that day because we were actually living in Hemlock, Michigan. Okay. It was the, you know, the area yard sale, garage sale things. So I'm like, oh, you know, my wife said, no, you decided to stay home and help me and her and Tina, which is her friend, okay. set up. So, you know, I'm just out doing our thing, you know, and bringing stuff into the into the garage, you know, helping set up and everything. And, you know, I went out and I was getting rid of a lot of my collectibles. You know, I was just getting to the point where I didn't want to collect anything no more. A lot of NASCAR stuff and oddball things. And, mm-hmm. you know, joking with my wife's friend, I guess. She said we were just having conversations about people and making fun of things, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, people come up and you make fun of them as they leave. Oh, yeah. No, about. I've worked garage sales and rubbish sales, of course. Yeah. I, I one. One, not to interrupt, but one of the one of the craziest things that I remember from a rummage sale was this woman. I used to do a rummage sale with a couple friends of mine at his at his parents' house over there on uh, Weiss, so it had a lot of traffic, so it worked, you know. Oh yeah. And uh, this woman came in holding like a little Shih Tzu or something like that in her arms, and on her yeah. T-shirt was a picture, a photograph printed on the T-shirt of her holding the same dog. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that one we made a little fun of that you know so but uh anyway so i didn't mean to interrupt but it, you're right you're, it happens you know yeah and we there there's a couple oddies that came in there and me and tina were just making fun of them i guess and, <laughs> you know i decided you know i'm i'm not too much into this no more i don't i don't feel like you know bartering with people so i decided i guess boy well, said you know i decided to go in the house you know and you know at the time i uh, kids are home, which has been my daughter Courtney, with their oldest daughter Melissa's, our youngest, our son Jordan. And, uh, you know they're in the house. We also have foreign exchange student oh, Gabby cool. from uh, now. How many from, years ago uh, was this? Switzerland. Uh, this was 2016. Oh wow! So just a couple years ago, two three years. Just, yeah, just three years ago. Three years I just ago. had my yeah, just had my third year. Wow. Okay. And. uh you know, I was talking to the kids inside the house, you know, I guess I decided to sit down in the chair and talking to the kids a little bit before they decided to go gallivanting out throughout town and do some more garage selling on their own. My daughters and our foreign exchange student, they decided, you know, go ahead and get a head start. And my uh, youngest son, Jordan, was there. He's like, oh, I'm going to take a shower, you know, because he actually worked with us at the time. We were supposed to go to work together that day. Okay. And uh, one of the other reasons that we didn't, Going was uh, I had a little bit more into this. Is uh, my oldest son Brandon and his wife Brianna uh-huh. were heading down to Lansing that day to get a baby reveal, and what? we were having a baby reveal later on in the day. Oh, gotcha. Okay, like to to reveal the sex of the baby, or yep, gotcha. Yep. Okay, so now was this like your so, first you know, grandkid, or oh yeah, first first. Oh grandkid. wow. Okay. So. Uh, so I'm sitting down in the chair, I guess, you know, the girls are gone and my boy goes to take a shower and, you know, the kids, he's, he's probably in the shower for a good, you know, 20 minutes, if not longer. Okay. And, uh, he comes out from the shower and he lets out a scream and I'm completely dead or don't know how long, but by the time. My wife and her friend Tina got into the house, and my son back in there. I was gray. I had lost all my body fluids. Wow. Everything was gone. I had vomited. Uh, cold, blue, no life whatsoever. 
Wow. So, uh, you know, they uh, started CPR on me. Uh-huh. I uh, got lucky because Tina was a certified uh, nursing assistant. Okay. Been in the field for 20-some years, so she went to town on me. I was going to say, she'd been around the block yeah, on all that she, kind of stuff, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. Not to sound perverted, but she went pound town on me. <laughs> she just, you know, so did my son. He, she told him real quick, you know, if she doesn't help, you know, and they go back and forth on this, I'm probably not going to make it. Wow. And they, she didn't know whether to give up or not because of the condition that I was in. She yeah. figured that I was dead. Yeah, well, I mean, gray and no fluids oh, yeah. or anything. I mean, I, honestly, I, it, at that point, I'm surprised she didn't just go, it's it's yeah. over. You know, that's, it, I mean, holy it, cow. She she wasn't going to because of the kids. And yeah. We've been friends with her and, and, and this great families, you know, we've been together. That's awesome. For like five years, six years, you know, helping each other out. And she wasn't going to let it go, she said. And uh, Jordan stayed there and. The scenario from what I understand it was they were on the phone with nine one one and they weren't really getting anywhere trying to get the ambulance there and they're running through the protocols and everything and finally my wife's you know, she's freaking out, panicking. And yeah. for where we lived at in Hemlock, almost right across the road from us, if you've been out on M forty six was the uh Covenant walking. Oh yeah, right okay. There. So we were basically only maybe a hundred yards from it. Exactly. So my wife galley banded over there, you know, flying across the road and goes inside and, you know, tells the nurse at the desk, Hey, this is what's going on. And my house is right there. And we're having issues. And the lady's like, well, I can't, I, we can't leave. Unfortunately we got to, and she said, I don't, I'm not asking you to. So they ended up calling 911 and, uh, but at that time the amateurs were starting to come in, EMTs were getting there, but my wife actually got back as the EMTs were first getting in there. And, and had they I had they any reaction in. from you at all at this point? No, I'm still just dead. There's nothing. There's no pulse, no nothing. Wow. And uh, they finally get me uh, a time lapse. It's probably around up to maybe 47 minutes now. No brain activity, no nothing. 47 minutes? Yep. Holy shit. And uh, so EMTs come in, and they start with the one guy's running up, and he, he gets to the doorway, and he just yells back to his buddy, you know, defibrillator, grab the defibrillator. Get in here, get in here. And, you know, I'm just listening to the reaccount from my family, telling what's going on, you know. And uh, Finally, I guess my daughters had come back to the house. We had everybody kind of in the house, too, at that time. And EMTs and the ambulances came in, and they started to shock me repeatedly. Wow. Uh, it was up to, I think, by the fourth or fifth shock, finally got a, they finally got something. Wow. I'm surprised yeah, they didn't became, give up. It became crisis time again. Yeah. So uh, they got me on the, the ambulance was there. They got me on the gurney and uh, such a panic mode. Oh, I said I wasn't strapped onto the gurney because they were trying to get me out into the ambulance so quick. Almost dumped me off from the gurney. <laughs> but, well, but I mean. comic there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it in, in their defense, it was in your best interest, you know. Yeah. The weekend at Bernie's thing kicked in there, you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's the flatliners thing, you know, you know, yeah. shit just bumps him around the bureau, you know, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, uh, and, uh, so he got me out, got me the ambulance and the ambulance was sitting there and my wife's, they're not married, so what's going on. And, uh, you know, they wouldn't let her get on the ambulance, so they had to follow with. Yeah. And they're 
you just not understand what's going on. You know, when I was back in the ambulance, I coded again. Oh, I flatlined to get in the ambulance. So, uh, see, prior was administered again. I was shocked again. And then going on the road, they started incubating me. <laughs> so then they wouldn't let me uh, uh, out of the ambulance at the hospital right away. Wow. They had to make sure that everything was set and ready at Covenant. You know, yeah. make sure that they were ready back in the emergency room that when I got off, it was it was emergency time. Yeah, it was like ready to run you yeah. in and do work, yeah. Yep. So we got in to the hospital, you know, slight pause, you know, got a little bit of a heartbreak going finally again. Uh, went up, you know, the doctors did what they could do in the emergency room, you know, stayed incubated, was uh, in a coma, you know. Wow. Uh, they uh, ended up taking me up and checked my heart. Uh, all Everything was clean. I didn't have a heart attack. Wh- wh- what did you have? A cardi- I had a cardiac arrest. Now, there's a big difference between a heart attack and cardiac arrest. Okay, now, heart see, attack. this is... Yeah, explain that, please, because I've always wondered about that. Yeah, okay, a heart attack is your plumbing. It's your valves. It's your arteries being dirty. Okay. It's them closing off. And a cardiac arrest is the electrical part of your heart. Gotcha. Okay. And what uh, led to that was my heart, from what they estimated, was probably beating the lower chamber at over 350 beats a minute, and it seized. Wow. So you redlined, basically. Yep. Wow. So I'm in the four to six percentile that lived through this. I'm surprised it's even that high. I mean, good God, you said 47 oh. minutes. What was the total time that they, that, cause you said that before the EMTs even got there or when they got there, it was yep. 47 yep. minutes. Yep. It was around almost an hour. Holy shit. Almost an hour. So they said, you know, but the good thing was that, you know, they were doing the CPR and they were doing mouth to mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You hear, hear, you know, CPR nowadays, they say they don't want to do mouth to mouth. Well, do mouth to mouth, keep the air going into the brain. That's what, that's probably saved my life. Yeah. No, that's exactly. I'm sure. (laughs) Did it now, were they noticing Uh, like color coming back? And is that what kept, kept them moving on you? Or did it, was it just a matter of, like you said, I'm just not going to give up kind of thing? I think it was a matter they weren't going to give up. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. My, my dad went out very similar and, same kind of situation. My mom is a nurse, but she had a nurse friend over, and they were both working on him. And uh, he he ended up going into a coma, but he didn't come out. Right. You know, and if you've got... I, look, I, I, what's that? I, I, I came out of mine. I'm thankful. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, he finally he finally just went, you know. My, my mom yeah. was like, Kevin, we'll be fine. And he just went. And, uh, right. you know, maybe maybe your wife was telling you, you're not leaving, you asshole. <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. leaving me. Get more stuff to do yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, we're in it's it, it, it's hospital time, you know, and and my family kind of, you know, they let certain people know only. Uh, like my kids didn't want a a whole lot of attention to the to the situation yet. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, so my my son and my my. Uh, daughter-in-law were coming back from Lansing and they were called on their way back as to what happened. And, uh, 
you know, so the baby reveal, of course, didn't happen that day. Yeah, yeah. What what was it, anyways? By the way, uh, ended up being a boy. Nice, nice. And his his name ended up being Xavier Ronald, named after his name after me. Nice. Okay. You know, you know, great feeling there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Still, get, still gives me goosebumps that I almost never got to see. So. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's exactly it. You, it's it's. It's almost kind of like, you know, everything lined up. I mean, sure, it was a shitty thing that happened, but you yep. didn't go to work. You didn't, you know, uh, you, you got worked on because the timing yep. was perfect. And, you know, it was like, you're going to see your grandkid, you know, so. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so you said you were in a coma. How long were you in a coma for? Uh, three days. Three days. Okay. Yeah, um, got to come out of it. Yeah. Now that I heard, I've talked to other people who've been in comas and that's a, uh, depending, it's different for everybody, you know, and that yep. is a, uh, uh, a trippy thing from what I understand. Um, would describe, yeah. do you remember anything from that? Uh, shadows, you know, I, you know, not anything that would be what it, you think would be reality to a point. Okay. You know, you think you, you think you see, you see things, you hear things, you know, it's not quite knowing what's going on. That's okay. I, the the person that I, mean, I talked to, this real shadowy. Yeah, that's she. She said uh, uh, the the woman that I knew. She said that it was like she was. Yeah, it was like a being in a dream kind of thing. And voices, you'd hear yeah. voices come through, but almost yep. like like you said, shadows. She didn't describe it that way, but yeah, that yeah. that makes sense. So, yep. well, that's um, that's interesting but there was something else you told me about this whole situation that i found yeah very fascinating uh, and because the whole topic of what this podcast is about now let me ask you this if you don't want to talk about it i completely understand oh i will okay okay so uh what did I you mean, see i know your back your background is and you've done things and, oh yeah you know, I, I, i've seen things growing up that's been weird to me and i've always had the fascination with oddball things and you you we always hear, you know, when people die, you know, where, where, what do you see? What do you do? You know, you always get the, the all this the bright light bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know, goddamn, there ain't no goddamn bright lights to lights in your eyes. My flash later in the hospital, unless you wanted to go. Yeah. Unless it was your time to, to go, then you're at peace and you're at rest. Yeah. You know, and that's and that that that's the 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 golden gate part of it, you know, the bright lights, the the pearly gate where you want to see. I hope you want to say that, but when I when I hear people say that now, you know, and I I talk to other people, oh, I've had this experience, and they say, oh, it's a bright light. I got the hoverboard, and I got to see Grandma May, and you know, bullshit. Don't give me that. And, you know, it's it, you think you were there. If you were if you were that happy, you would have went. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know you- it's. What did you see? It's dark. It, okay. It's dark. It's black. I mean, it's it's evil. It's angry, and I and I, I and it was so damn dark that there there was things around you that were darker, and that's what made it so damn eerie. Wow. With not knowing what in the heck, what in the hell is going on, not knowing that that feeling of you know anger and 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 what no no, no trust. That's... And then you you get that feeling, and now that I, I look back on it, and, you know I I understand what you've gone through and what Steve does, and and you and you you start adding that up. And in my mind, I sit there and I say, okay, you know, how many times have people ever had a haunting or 
a spirit or a demon that's ever actually, you know, patted them on their back and did something nice to them. You know, exactly. You, know, you don't ever, you don't ever hear that, that story. You hear of the, the evil ones. Yeah. Yeah. The malignant one, the ones that are, are there that are, you know, getting angry. They're angry for a reason. Cause it wasn't their time to go. There was a reason. That's exactly, you know, I mean, well, and, and for all we know, there are people who, you know, have not crossed over who are, like you said, right. they're mad, they're pissed, and they're stuck here, and they don't understand yeah, and, why. And, and they're lashing out. Totally. And, that, and that's how I felt. And I was lashing at everything, and, you know, my wife said, you know, even though you're in coma, you were fighting to, to do oddball things, and, you know, maybe that was still part of that. Yeah, it might have, it might have followed you. Well, let's be honest, what was the last thing you saw before you went into the coma? That place. That, uh, yeah, that, you know, that pure darkness. That pure darkness, and honestly, the the night you told me about this story, because you gave me, you know, you gave me the the Cliff Notes version of what you're telling me now, yeah. and uh, I went and did some research, and there are people who would refer to this as either the void or purgatory, and that's what I call it. I call it, I was in purgatory. Yeah, and that's and what purgatory, you know, upon further research. In fact, there was something that I that I also read from different, you know, sources in that, that there are beings of light there, but they're so far yep. away and you have to be willing to attract them to you kind of thing. And they will be the ones that will bring you to the quote unquote pearly gates, but you weren't ready right. to go. So they weren't showing up. Right. That's right. Yeah. And I didn't want to go. That's, you know, and, and you were fighting. And, so yeah. Yeah. God, that's freaking awesome. If, and I, I get that feeling that, you know, if, if I wouldn't have come back and I would have stayed there. I'd have been one of them evil spirits. Yeah, because you weren't ready to cross over. And yeah. well, and that was the other yeah. thing is it would say that sometimes people get stuck there because they're afraid that they're going to be judged or they're afraid they're going to go to hell or whatever. Not saying that's what you felt, yep. but you were pissed because you weren't ready to leave. You know, right? And you're lashing out, and you're lashing out, and so of course, you know, over yeah. a period of time, over forty, fifty, sixty years, you're going to become all you know is anger. So you're going to just start to yeah. essentially rot. Yeah, and that and that's what I think a lot of people see when they when they have hauntings and totally. You know, you have somebody that got shot, got killed. You know, there's evil to that, and there's there's a reason that they don't they don't want to leave yet. Yeah, yeah. You there's know, unfinished business, and you you lash out at the things around you. That makes sense. And you, you make things happen. You, you Maybe you're not trying to, to do it, but that's your way of communicating. So you, Some people take it wrong, but sometimes it, it becomes too evil. Yeah, and yeah. And you lash out and hurt people. And, and exactly, because yeah. it's, it's probably some kind of connection with some form of reality by lashing yep. out at things, you know. But that's, that's yeah. one thing is you're telling me that if, uh, if you hadn't have left, we could have possibly done an investigation at your house. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm almost guaranteeing it. I mean, uh, it's it's, it's a very good problem. Haunting at Ron's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's it's sad because yeah, that's I I personally think that's you know, yeah. but you having firsthand experience, yeah, that totally that makes a lot of sense on what it would be, what yeah. would cause it. So that is, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big believer of the. When people say they are above their bodies and they had the out of body experience, I don't think you were dead, buddy. Yeah, I think yeah. Something was there, and something was still triggering. You know, was was everything gone? I don't think everything was gone. And I, I've read on it now. You know, you do have flashes of memory when you're, you're having issues. If you have brain activity, you will flash. Yeah, that makes and sense. That's, that's what a lot of people are seeing. 
And, and I was clinically dead. You well, hell, the fact that it was I mean, you know almost an hour. There's no doubt. Most yep. of the time, they'll just call it after ten minutes. Yep. You know, I mean that's so. the other flip side of that is it makes you kind of wonder. Okay, well, if you were dead for sixty minutes and they and they didn't call it, how many people? How long? How long do you linger in that state? Do you right. linger in your okay. body until? You know, until either A, you go back to, like like you said, someone got shot, they go to their house, and they're right. stuck there, or are you stuck in your grave until you finally right. cross over, you know? Right. That's some scary That's shit. The, you, it is, because you don't know where you're at. Yeah. Like you said, it was just dark, and it was evil. It, it felt it felt evil. And, yeah. I mean, I've, I I have dreams still to the day. I mean, every now and then, it's it's a dark dream. Wow. And, and I'll wake up from it, and I, I think I... I told Steve once, I think in a, in a Facebook message, you know, I, I questioned something because I woke up to something that was standing over me mm. and it was a dark shadow and it, 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 it sticks to me. It gives me goosebumps now thinking about it again. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's, it, it's evil. I mean, it, it's something that's there still, I think in the back of my mind. That's you know, I, and I've had issues. Absolutely. So. I, I personally have seen the shadow type things, you know, uh, uh, through our through our investigations, but even on you know personal non investigation type stuff. I mean, they, and they're it's almost like they're like you said they're darker than dark. They're not yep. just like black. They're like empty. Yeah, it's there's there's something to them. I mean, it's it, it, it when I when I when I, I, I when I looked at it, 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 it lunged at me. Wow, and it scared me. Maybe it Again. wanted you back. And I, I, the bad thing is, man, I've, I've come close again. How? I, when? I've, I've, I've actually, uh, I want to see a little over a year, uh, 2017. Okay. I, uh, we were, um, I got shocked from my defibrillator in my chest. Ugh. My heart had to take off. Standing in the shower all places after work. <laughs> <laughs> You know, got shocked, you know, got figured, what the heck is happening, you know? Didn't know what it was. Come out and I looked at my wife. I'm, I'm drenched, wet, I got soap on me yet and everything. I'm like, I, just, I, I think I just got shocked. She's like, what? I said, I, I think I just got shocked. So they actually put an so implant heard, in your chest? Yes. Wow. I, I have a defibrillator pacemaker. Well, at the time, I had a defibrillator. Okay. So I, uh, you know, we get, I, I get toweled off and dressed and go to the hospital. And, uh. And on the gurney, and the hospital's packed this night, you know, and not a lot going. Didn't have a room for me, so I kind of just stayed in the hallway, you know, and on the gurney. And uh, they they run a test on my my my, my defibrillator, and she's like, "Yeah, you you're shocked. Wow, you know, your heart was your heart rate was well over 300 beats a minute again. Good God! You know, I'm like, holy shit, you know, this, you know, okay, nice, fantastic, you know. So uh, we uh. You're like, right, well, you, know, you got shocked once, you can go ahead and go home. You know, I stay there for a few hours and I feel all right. Yeah, I feel good. You know, heart rate's <laughs> back to normal and everything. And still let me go. So uh, I go I go back to work, you know. And uh, I call a maker on an appointment and for Monday at my uh, cardiologist. And uh, we get there and to the cardiologist's office, and they're like, uh, well, you know, uh, the appointments are all screwed up. We don't know if we can get you in today or not. Okay. It's, uh, it's up to you. I'm going to see the doctor, but, you know, if you want to see the 
a device nurse, you know, you can probably see here. You can just come back later on and do everything. I said, no, it's over. I'm here. Let's get this done now. I don't want to I left work early. I'm here. Let's get this shit taken care of, you know. <laughs> you you act like you're there. having an oil change or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's, let's get this done and over with, you know. Yeah. So we go back in there and, you know, and just, we go through this. You know, she throws the device on me and she's, you know, running it. And she looks at me kind of, she's feeling all right. I said, you know, I got shocked me last week, you know. The dead ones, you know. <laughs> don't be somewhat normal, I guess. Fuck, you know, how do you want me to feel? Just hold on for a second. Right, so I looked at, she walks out of the office with her wife and said, I feel something going to go good here. Oh, boy. And I said, next thing you know, and she leaves, she comes back, she goes, they took extras, right? I said, yeah, yeah, they took extras. So she's like, all right, hold on. I tell my wife again, I said, oh, shit, that was going on, you know. And, uh, she comes back, she goes, well, your device is going off these roots some uh, weird numbers and, uh, ended up being that the lead had become dislodged from my heart. Oh God. So I'm like, Oh, she's like, so, uh, Oh, go ahead and send you home and, you know, but let's keep an eye on this. All right. You know, so by the time we get home, we've already got phone calls on the cell phone that we've missed and I'm back in the hospital now. Uh. And they decide they're going to have to do surgery again to reconnect this lead. <laughs> so I'm back in the hospital now. I'm in there till like Thursday or something like that. I get out, you know, they had the surgery on a Wednesday, you know, and they got going the next day and no surgery. Uh, I chose in there for about a week, actually. Uh, adds up right here. On the Monday, kept me almost two weeks since the phone came out. They had to keep an eye on it. They had to start messing new meds. Yeah. And, uh, so I get out, and we, uh, so I, you know, there's a football game going on, you know, all between Breckenridge and Merrill. <laughs> we, I, my kids had graduated from Breckenridge, and we had graduated from Merrill. My wife and I, and I coached between both schools in basketball. Oh, okay. And uh, so there's a little rival there, you know. <laughs> so we go, and, you know, we're standing there and talking to people, you know, and, like my arms in a sling, and they're asking what happened again. I told Mary, oh my God, around, you know. Well, so I told her, oh, you know, game's a blowout. Let's go ahead and take off. Yeah. So we left. We got to uh, Applebee's earlier on uh, State. So we're sitting now. We order some food. And uh, there's some other people that were sitting on the other side of the, the wall right there that we were talking to. Some schoolmates that we went to school with and family behind me. And, uh, I went to eat a nacho, and then I went to eat another one, and I ended up getting shocked again. Oh, jeez. And then I got shocked again, and shocked again, and shocked again. <sighs> and I got shocked uh, four times in about a 45-second span. Wow. My heart didn't, my heart had taken off again, and it didn't want to reset. So when when it shocks it, does it like set it down to a normal, you know, hundred hundred beats per minute kind of thing or something? Yeah, it's supposed to take you back down to a normal regulated range. Okay. And it was in, it only shocks you if it's if it's over two hundred and fifty beats a minute. Oh jeez. So it's like little pulses out. Yeah. Mine couldn't. So I got shocked four more times and got tossed into the guy that was sitting behind me. He thought I was messing around with him and <laughs> his brother said, you know, he was like, no, there's something going on here. Jeez. And I got lucky. At that point in time, the, our uh, waitress was actually a 
an EMT. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, she's over, she's helping me out, calming me down, you know, and next thing you know, I'm getting yanked out of the restaurant in a, on a gurney again, Jeez. you know, spaced out, you know, just seeing oddball shit going through my head again, you know, darkness again. Oh boy. You know, but you were, it's, you it's, were not like dead. You were just in and out. No, I was, I was, I was in and out. Okay. You know, we get in the ambulance, uh, back to the hospital again. So now I'm back in there again and we're doing surgery again in a couple of days to fix a, add new line, what they call grounding lines into my heart. I'm going to have three lines connected to my heart to keep my heart from going nuts and crazy. Jeez. So I was another week in the hospital, got out and it was good for a long time, almost another year at least. <laughs> Say that because then I, uh, you know, we had some issues with some neighbors, you know, across the road, you know, this is what the weird thing is, you know, I got a guy that was maybe 12 feet down from us that had, that had died and we didn't know it. And I looked at my wife one day and I, I just looked at her and I said, you know what? I think that guy's dead. I, 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 I got this feeling. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't know the family. We didn't know nothing about it. You knew nothing about I, them. I, nothing about it at all. And our daughter had come home and she'd school with the kids across the road and everything. She's like, yeah, dad, he, he died on their way back from Florida just the other day. Wow. And it's almost like, like you've Whoa. got a connection with the other side and just sensed it was, him. It was eerie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like looking out the window and I'm just looking at the house and I'm like, I haven't seen him in a while for some reason. I'm like, and something just came over and I'm like, I looked at Carrie and I'm like, you know, I, I think he's, that guy's, he's gone. He's dead. Wow. That's freaking wild. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I get that oddball feeling every now and then around certain people and, you know, we'll start talking and, you know, and I'll, I'll say something, you know, and they go, oh, my mom just passed away. And it's like, you get that weird feeling now. Uh, it's, it's like a weird void. It's not a good void. It's, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like a dark hollow feeling for some reason. That's what I call it. You know, it's not something that I'm, that I'm proud to feel that I like to feel. Yeah. Do you, do you get that? Scary to a point. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's, do you, do you get that like with people that you've had contact with or just like any, like just randomly people? It's, 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 a, it's random. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's not all the time, but when I start having conversations with them and, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't ever tell them what's happened to me. You know, I can't leave it all. And I'll, kind of working the conversation I start getting that feeling I'll ask them you know and it's usually your relative or close friend that's just passed away within a few days wow you know and it, it's it, it's an oddity and then we had a another kid that was uh two else down from us again he ended up killing himself huh. took himself out in the woods and shot himself oh jeez it's it's like our that, the block that we were living on was just there's just too much going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so mine to him to that one, and it's, it's just like a, a weird vibe and that that the call the sec that we're living on. That's that's crazy. Yeah. So, but got away got away from that. So you're you know, everything was better in that regard down in uh, Virginia then. Yeah, it's it's Virginia's weird. I mean, Virginia's <laughs> got a lot of a lot of life in Virginia. I mean. You got to think this is one of the first areas that was settled. I mean, oh, yeah. there's a lot of history down here. And, and the shipyards, it's, it, you get 
there's some old buildings down here. There's, it's got some old vibes to it. And, you know, me and the wife, you know, we, uh, when I'm, we had to the Williamsburg, we first went back to Michigan and, uh, yeah, we went on a little, one of the little ghost haunting story adventures, you know? Okay. Uh, there's the Randolph house in Williamsburg. It's just considered one of the most haunted houses in the United States. So, Nice. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I got some weird vibes in that house. Oh, I'm sure you probably pick up a lot of crazy eerie, eerie feelings. Yeah, yeah. You know, everything, with everything else that they described in there, you, you just took the folklore with it. But that house right there, it, it kind of got to me. It was, it, was, it was a different feeling. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like you said, it's one of the earliest places settled. In, in Saginaw, we had a lot of old buildings from, you know, the... Yeah. early 1800s and on the east coast you got stuff from sometimes the late 1600s you know oh yeah yeah yep all the battlefields the battlefields the totally the... that's yeah i yep. lived in manassas and there was a big battle there and uh sometimes i'd go out in the back and just kind of stand there and you could just feel you know feel the you know the ghosts of the past so to speak but literally you could be like you know people died all around here so yeah. you, know, you guys you guys did that uh stable yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, uh, you know, you know, back in my day of growing up in Saginaw, you know, being 15, 14 years old, being a skater, <laughs> you hung out around the stable. Oh, and, yeah. You know, every night we, you know, me and a couple of kids, and one kid named Pat, we, we actually snuck in there. Oh, wow. Back when you were getting and into trouble? Into the, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Stuck into the, the back receiving doors, and I'll tell you, that place is freaking eerie. It's very eerie. Well, You're I mean. Sitting there, and. It was it was creepy, creepy as shit. Definitely, I never want to be in that store again after that. The fact that me and Pat stayed in there. Yeah, yeah, no, it was that was some pretty messed up stuff in there. I mean, well, it used to be a funeral, you know, funeral home and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it is definitely had a lot of uh, just interesting vibe in there too, you know. But um, you know, and again, that's you know, Saginaw has a lot of old history. But yeah, I'm sure where you're at now, you're just getting. Probably all kinds oh, yeah. of yeah, but uh, I mean, the house I stand. I'm in a, I'm in a, in a, in a decent area, but the house that I stay in, it's just it's got a weird feeling to it. Is it you another know, place? You know, no, it's actually it was built in like 1998 or something like that. But huh? it's just the land is you know, still me there. The are talking. <laughs> yeah, me, oh yeah, me and the wife are talking. You know, it's like you, the amount of people that have stayed in this house for some reason in the past few years, it's it's. I, I get I get their mail yet, and I counted like twelve different names. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's like how come people don't stay in this damn house? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it gives it, it's dog goes stupid every now and then. You know, it's, I'm not a big fan of the upstairs at all. Yeah, that's yeah. There's there's and, probably and there's something goes on up there, and there's we hear noises every now and then, and it sounds like somebody's moving around up there, and there's old wife. So, you know, it's there's something up there, but. Don't feel like talking to it yet. Yeah, well, I mean, just because the house <laughs> is only twenty, yeah, just because the house is only twenty years old doesn't mean there wasn't something there before. You know, I mean, yep. that's who knows what was there beforehand that got torn down to make yeah. a, you know, make that place. That uh, yep. it's, um, yeah, and if you can, you can feel it, and I'm sure, like I said, you're a little more in tune now. I'm sure, and uh, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to go up there, <laughs> you don't want to talk to it yet. <laughs> Really get my ass pushed down the steps or something that don't like me, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And that's all the last thing you need. So, and in fact, uh, in terms of health and everything, now, before you had that, you know, the, the big one that, that uh, dropped you for an hour, did you have health issues before that or what, where did that come you from? Know, this, 
that's the odd thing is, you know, a month prior, I just did our, uh, our, our work, you know, physical exam. Wow. And they're like, oh, you know, they, they, and they, the doctor's doing my exam and she's listening to my heart. She's like, hmm. And she's like, you got something going on there. So they, they go in and they get the EKG out and they, they run the test and everything. And yeah. We're going to send you to the hospital and let them look at you. So I go to the hospital and they, you know, they're, they're doing a run on my heart and they're like, nah, it could be all right. You know, you might have to, maybe a couple of years now, you might have a stint or something, but then, Jeez. you know, but you know, you're good. That's some and then scary a month later, shit. there I was. Yeah, you know, they're in bed. Not only did and you have just valve, it was—I mean, electrical. You know, it was, my heart was just. But they, my family doctor, finally said, you know, it was probably just the your heart racing and it slowed down. It racing and it slowed down, and it was just a pre catch of it. Yeah, you know, they just didn't, didn't react on it like they probably should have. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. I, I, don't, I don't blame them for that. You know, they, they go on and do the test. You know, it's just. Well, I mean, yeah, there's exactly. I mean that, and and you do hear about that, and sometimes they catch something, and sometimes they don't. Yep. I mean, they're they're still human, you know. Yeah. But uh, no, that's cool that you have that attitude because you know some people would be like, "Oh, I'm going to sue them because you know it's like, well, yeah. you know." But you're you're not that kind of person, and you know, and so, but there are people out there who, you know, would sue over something oh, like yeah. that. So. Yeah, it's it, you, you're still. It, World full of that, you know. It's just not getting into that political part of things, you know. It's the totally. It's just how the world is. Yeah, it's, no, that sucks. You know, that's, the other things that go on in this world that are it's worse than what that is. So I'm oh, not yeah. gonna try to take somebody's livelihood from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely for sure. There's a lot of craziness going on lately, but uh, no, that's um, that is such a wild story, though. I mean, the fact that you were gone, not just. Yeah. In a coma, you know, you were dead for 60 minutes and come back. came back and didn't really enjoy your trip. So that's, No, it was, it was it's not a return trip, that policy that I went on this one. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully when it does happen, because it does, I mean, it happens to everybody. Hopefully when it does happen for you, it's your time and you're ready to just go through and see that, you know, grandma and the pearly yeah. gates. So, oh, so I I got another part to add onto this with you. Yeah, yeah, please do. Remember at uh, at, at Covenant uh, a few years back when there was a, a a guy that ended up pulling a gun out in one of the rooms. I don't you know if I heard about, about that? that. No. Right, that was my room. <laughs> what? Yeah, there was a guy. I just got released that day, and the guy that was in the, the room with me pulled a gun out. He had a gun in the room with him. Wow. And shot through the wall. They had to do a complete hospital lockdown. Wow. What it, did they end up like putting him away? What did did he get Yeah, he he got arrested and everything, but um that was my room. Wow. He was the guy that was in the opposite bed from me by the door. Wow. That it's almost yeah. like you've got some kind of like charmed thing, but like sick charmed. It's like we're gonna we're gonna let you just barely escape a bunch of shit. <laughs> Now, if you want to go to, oh, what show was it? Uh, the Haunting, not on Dice Road, the one following that in Hemlock there, you guys did? Yeah, the, the Dice 2. Dice 2. Okay, so now I go back into the hospital. Okay. That week huh. Because I go into, I go into AFib. 
Oh, my upper part of my heart is going nuts now. Oh, jeez. Was it was it again and, the the wires hooked up like two of them were working one wasn't kind of thing? Nope. It was my upper part now was going crazy. My oh. upper chambers were beating like crazy, so they ended up uh, doing surgery again and changed my device out again into a pacemaker defibrillator. So that way my heart doesn't beat too slow no more because it was actually it went slow than it, it it was quivering so bad it made the the lower chambers go nuts. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What it, they ended up doing is they ended up what's called a cardioversion. They ended up shocking me. You know, stopping my heart. Put it back in the rhythm. Wow. And they did that to me twice on that Friday night of your or Saturday night of your show. Friday night of the show. So I actually got cardioverted, flat, flatlined at the hospital twice and still made it to the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. Well, we are definitely honored that you, uh, you know, put you, you at least put off dying so you could come see the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how lot, that, that's how all this started, and that's when you guys started doing the stuff at the church and everything. Yeah. Doing it at the church. Yeah, it was after that, that movie, exactly. That time frame. That, and that's, yep. uh, that's, that's wild. In fact, it was that thing at the church a week or so later that yep. is when you told me about the, the you dying in that. Yep. So, And honestly, I thought you said like 22 minutes, which I thought was staggering. When you said 47 yep. and then an hour, I about, you know, shit yep. myself. I'm like, damn. Yep. Yeah, once I got the timing down from the family, it was close to an hour. Cause I, I, you know, out of everything that happened in, the, in today's times, you know, you think about your red takes pictures and they film shit and that was one thing that my kids did not want. They didn't want me taking pictures of me. I had one picture of me in the hospital, uh, yeah. incubated that a family member, at, uh, Tina, <laughs> the one that helped save me. There. There's no videos. There's only one other picture, and that's of my son's holding my hand when I was in a coma. Yeah, yeah. So I had two, they, there's only two pictures from that time. That's it. No, that's good. And they, and uh, there's there's some Facebook posts that got made. You know, it's one of my wife and I telling some people, and they put it out there because you know media that that was a way of contacting everybody. And it was a few days afterwards. It was nothing. I mean, immediate family knew, and my employment knew. It's what happened. But no, there was no pictures, no videos. And you think that you know? I made that comment one day. I said, you know, everything that happened. I said, we filmed that shit. <laughs> yeah. And my, my kids are like, what? I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking because you know how the, the world is. And it's like, you know, and I, I, I respect them for that. They said, no, we didn't want, we don't want to film that. Yeah, no, that's, you I know, see. It's, it's morbid, and, and you, but yet you look at, you know, there's people out there that still do that stuff. Oh, yeah, I've seen. You know, somebody I, get shot and they're dying. They, they want to film that. They want to oh, film okay. it. Or or I've seen pictures where kids are taking selfies in front of their dying grandmother yep. in their bed and all that. It's like, yeah. come on, really? You got you to gotta use yep. that as some attention getter? <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And, you know, I, I said I, I'm, I'm, I was so impressed with that out of, my, out of my family that, you know, they didn't take no pictures, no. Yeah, that's. No, no lease edit of, you know, let's go Facebook Live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. check out Dad. Yeah, that's that's so morbid when people do that kind of nonsense. Yeah. But uh, you know, every, people are so people are so obsessed with getting attention, you know, and anything that they can do to do that. Um, you know, and if it comes to the misfortune of a loved one, but hey, it looks cool, you know, that's just it's sick. Yeah. No, that is cool that your kids didn't do any of that nonsense. Yeah. So, so my family's in great. I mean, 
to, to make this life change, you know, you know, from what I've been doing the last few years to get up and move down here to Virginia and, and I'm basically by myself. You know, my yeah. family's still up north. That, so my wife's still up there. She comes down. Are they going to move and down there have, at some point? Uh, we have a house in Michigan yet that we actually purchased just after we'd made this move. Oh, boy. And I I, I made the job change because, you know, the, the employer that I was with was just, it was just too stressful and I just didn't, you know, you got, I'm, I'm at work, my heart rate's 140, 150. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I got to get out of this, you know. And I just made the the choice and said, you know, this. I looked at coming down here before, and they they, they offered me another job, and I said, well, I'm I'm gonna take this, you know. And the family wasn't happy about it at first, but you know, and I said, you know, it's, it's I'm not I'm not trying to get away from you guys as a family by no means. Yeah. You know, I, but the job's too short in Michigan. You know, I love the state. But there's nothing in. The work there is so hard to come by. It's so hard. That's you, you know that. Yeah, that's that's largely why I left. You know that, and there was just yeah. there was such a it was such a downer. You know, it was like the last yeah. thirty years the state has been going down because of GM pulling out. Yep. But then even more than that, it's like people don't want to they don't want to try anything new. You know, no. so businesses would come in and they'd fail because people were like, "Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't want to try anything different. I don't want to spend my money, et cetera, yep. et cetera." So nothing could survive. Yeah, and you can't do anything in the state. You can't get to the lakes. It's all privatized. Yeah, exactly. Or if it's if it's open, like in Bay City, the the beach is disgusting. Yeah, it's just, it's trash. It's gross. Yeah, you don't want to be gross. there. And you know, we made I made this move down here. You know, was, and it's it's actually worked out good. I mean, no, that's awesome. It's a beautiful area. I mean, and I I don't get to be around my family as much. You know, but yeah. you know, try talking to them as much as possible. But it's. You know, I, I get that feeling some days, you know, if something happens to me down here, there's, I'm by myself. Yeah, that is scary. I mean, that's... I, 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 I'm only, there's three years from, from flatlining. Yeah. And, and not you know, just flatlining, from being dead. Yeah. Dead. I mean, that there's flatlining yeah, and then there's like, gone. Yeah. That's... And, I, and I still get the dreams, the nightmares, you know, even down here by myself, I wake myself up. Uh, yeah, it, that's... It's, it's, it's an eerie feeling some days. I'm sure. I can only yeah, imagine. I mean, I I wouldn't even have a, a, a any kind of perspective, you know, from that side of things. I mean, the only encouraging thing I can say is, you know, something happens. Yeah. You know, you know, something happens, yeah. and 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 there is something after that when you do pass through. I mean, at least that's what yeah. you know. That's what people have said, and people who have, you know, because there are people who are able to communicate or or you know maybe have gone and you know who knows but uh i I will say this i had a friend die last year uh, a little over a year ago and he was he was completely agnostic damn near atheist and i was at a concert with angelique my wife uh for those who don't know her um and uh all of a sudden i got this wild feeling and i've brought this up before but it's like almost like I, i call it a cosmic text message i got this feeling from him like holy shit everything's we're fine. Everybody's going to be fine. It's going to be just cool. Right. And then I just went back to enjoying the concert because I went to the concert to get my mind off shit. You know, I oh, found yeah. out that morning and I was going to not go. And then, and then it was like, no, you know what? I got to get out of here. And so we went and, uh, I just enjoyed the rest of the concert and just kind of chilled, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, to, and, and of course, was it my mind telling me? Sure. Was it my mind telling me, you know, the pearly gates, et cetera, et cetera, all that kind of stuff, but it was just different, you know? Yeah, because he would be the least person I would expect to 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 
to even, you know, expect anything. But knowing my friend, he would have been like, yeah, sure, fuck it. Let's see what's going on. And he would go through and then just be like, holy shit, you know, <laughs> let me send a message back. Yep. You know, so it, that kind of put yeah. me at ease a little bit, you know, and it almost seems like you were you were almost there and said, no, I got unfinished yep. business. Whereas he was like, yeah, screw it. I'll check it out out of curiosity, you know. Yep, and that, that's the feeling I get. Like I said, you, when you do investigations and, you know, I, I, I work next to a guy that's, you know, does the same thing down here. They, he wants me to go out with him and nice. you know, I, I don't have an issue with that at all. You, and, uh, you might really have some issues only because uh, if you get weird feelings when, you know, you suspect someone in the neighborhood died, when you're around places that, you know, they're having activity and you're purposely oh, yeah. trying to communicate with it. It, it could be come bad. <laughs> yeah, it could for yeah, you definitely. You know, it could for us too. That's yeah. one of the things we you know take a chance. But you're almost like a magnet now. Yep. You know, and so like I've said, you know, and, and I had this conversation with him. I said, you know, from my perspective, like I say, you know, how many howlings have you heard where you got Casper up in there? And Casper, the friendly ghost, of my ass. He was sitting on that girl. Exactly. Little pervert. Yeah. Yeah. Friendly really. <laughs> That dude is trying to get he's trying to get something. You know damn friendly ghost. Yeah. You know, even he had an evil part to him. It totally, totally. You know, he was he was looking he was for a little two hundred two hundred year old guy on a little fourteen year old girl. Yeah, totally. You know, trying to get some interdimensional nookie. My ass. <laughs> yeah. So I mean there's it's, ghosts are and spirits are evil to a point. There's there's a reason. Like you never hear the, the nice ones, oh yeah, they fucking made breakfast for me. You don't hear that shit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm telling you something else. Don't fucking dishes at you. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I mean, there's this last investigation that's coming out in the next movie. There was some, uh, you know, some like you just said. You know, they're not trying to do something nice, like you said. They're no. they're, they're not trying to make you lunch, breakfast, whatever. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know, and and if anything, if they're trying to, you know, there could be some speculation that they're trying to get you to join them. You know, so they got some company. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the way it feels sometimes. And in, in, in my 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 nightmares, it's that's the way it seems to be going sometimes. Oh boy! Yeah, that new that new investigation. You guys, that's the school right across the road. That's uh, the tunnels. You know, that South School right there, the old South High School, Junior High. That's a that's a wicked area. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that yeah. totally that. Well, uh, I don't want to give it away, but definitely. Yeah, uh, well, and you know we got them on Amazon, so just check it out on Amazon. Oh yeah, yep. you know that's uh, and I'm, and if you yep. want, I'll get a hold of me. I'll send you a DVD. I'll get uh, you know I'll get Steve to get me one, and we'll send it down to you, kind of thing. Because I'm you know I'm not in oh, the I'm area, wrong. huh? Oh, I'm coming back up. All right, I'll, awesome. I'll be back up before. Well, I'm I'm. It's already been told, you know. Me and my <laughs> wife, we that, that's our one thing. I will be back up in Michigan for the for the shows. That's so awesome. That well, yeah. I mean, hell, if you if you push off dying to come to a premiere, the least you can do is come from Virginia. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah that's for sure yeah no that's that is a big honor man that really is so but uh yeah we haven't we missed the first show that was it that we've ever missed that's very cool so, you got a copy of that one yes we do actually now actually yeah that's right because we didn't have that yeah. one on dvd yep. uh even at the first premiere it just didn't work yep. out so but um very cool very cool well hey ron i really this has been a fascinating conversation. I mean, I you giving me all the details of what happened in the the play by play, so to speak. I mean, that is just freaking wild, man. It's it's 
Yep. Like I said, my gen- my reaction at f- when you said forty seven minutes, I literally was just like, "What?" Yeah. So, when I first talked to you, I didn't I didn't go into full detail. I, no, we I didn't I have time. Stuff out. No. Yeah, that's that was. Uh, I mean, because it was. We had. I think you told me like the like I said the abridged version of a f- five minutes. So, but. Yep. Uh, well, hey man, I am so glad that you uh, you know you took the time to talk with me, and um, oh yeah, yeah, I uh, I will see you at the premiere because I'm planning on going up myself. Are you good? Gotta be good to see you and Angelique coming up too, I assume. Uh, she might. It's just a matter of uh, you know how circumstances work out, kid in school, et cetera, oh, yeah. et cetera, all that kind of stuff. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm planning on being up there. So unless uh, you know, hopefully I'm not flatlining or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to us. <laughs> yeah, really. So. Well, hey, Ron. Again, I appreciate it, man. I will talk to you uh, in the near future, and uh, you know, get a hold of me anytime. Oh yeah, sounds great, buddy. I'll, I will do that. Definitely. I'll talk to Thank you later. You for this. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. That was fucking crazy. I can't believe he talks about it so nonchalantly. You know, as like I said, as if he had an oil change. I mean, he just completely says, oh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I, I uh, flatlined and I puked and I uh, was gray and lost body fluids and they worked on me and then they brought me in and uh, uh, it's, it's some, that's a brave motherfucker right there. So, very cool. And that's it for this week. Uh, until next week, have yourself a good day and have yourself a good life. And I fucked that up. Got.